the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Me, your favorite wizard, Jasmine. Yes, me, the warlock. Zach. Gorlock. Gorlock the warlock. Gorlock the warlock. <laughs> I am three feet tall. What do you eat? Bean sprouts. I was hoping you would say cheese so bad. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's other characters. <clears throat> this one likes vegetables and vegetables only. Oh. Yes. He's a vegan? Gorlock the warlock is just a vegan. What does he eat underground? Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I survive on potatoes in the winter. <laughs> uh, no beets, nothing uh-huh. else no, that grows no. in the ground. No, potatoes, potatoes are fine. <laughs> He's going to be one starchy looking bitch when he uh-huh. comes out, let me tell you. All right, so. Well, welcome to the Spitting Nonsense podcast where we just talk. Ah! I got stuff with something in my eye. where we just talk and uh try to have a good time and uh relay some news to you that we think matters so um but at the top of show we're just gonna we're just gonna ease our way into it by uh, bobby hama let's go potty yes talking about freaking barbie we saw both of them we didn't see them back to back there was four hour window between them but the only reason we didn't have to like but because uh (laughs) every single theater was packed well, yeah, everybody Every had the same idea to go on $6 Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, $6 Tuesday, so it's $12 so, or 13 after tax, like, for two it's, tickets. It's, it's like, a fair bit. Um, where you're just paying that. But it's not as for, much as, like, a $10 to $15 ticket per person. I was just saying that. Like, literally, it's it hovers around $12 or $13 <laughs> usually mm-hmm. whenever you go for mm-hmm. one person to go. So you're literally getting two movies for the price of one, and you really can't beat that. Yeah, so... We saw Barbie first. Uh, every, there, so I have seen so much stuff on the internet about it, and my whole take on it is fantastic. My and, take on it is that you are enough. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the whole thing is that like it it plays on both sides, and at the same time, it makes fun of both sides. We are enough. And and I love that it, it, because it's it's not biased in my opinion. Yeah, and that that's rich yeah, coming coming from a, a man, you yeah. know what I mean? Which it, it, only because this movie is seen as like super feminist or whatever, which it isn't. Like it just it's the to... overall tone of the pink, and I get it. But at the heart of it, if you literally look at the theme and how they speak and the dialogue and the and the overall what they're actually saying and in the con- fourth wall context, breaking. yeah, <laughs> no, it makes fun of both the matriarchy and the patriarchy, right? <clears throat> it, it is it is a really 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 well done film especially on a brand such as barbie which 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 is i think was the perfect brand you had to choose bro for do you know that i found out uh, a secret 
like uh it's not really a secret but so the four girls at the table whenever like barbie like come to life uh, mm. and she goes to meet up with who she thinks you mean the kids yeah the four kids you know they were all named after brat stalls <laughs> all, all four of them were named after the four main brat oh it was God. like jade chloe sasha and then there was like another one so they were all named after the brat which i thought was hilarious because they hate barbie uh-huh. you understand what i'm uh-huh. saying like I really just enjoyed that. They did. They did a. I think they did a really good job it with was a lot of the tonal elements and also the comedic timing as well. Greta, oh god, was, there was, was great comedic timing. And like, also, you gotta give Michael it. Sarah. You gotta give it to the performances <laughs> of everybody who played a Barbie character, including you, John Cena. And, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell played a great, great, terrible boss. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, yeah, it worked. All right. So and normally, I don't like I don't like Will Ferrell. That's like not he's not. He played he played in a role that really felt like like old SNL skit of him just playing playing very much so like yeah. so to where I had a good time and uh, he wasn't like try, trying to be serious. No. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the intent. I think that was the intention because like if you really look like Barbie as a corporation, it was definitely started by a bunch of white dudes. Get uh, into the plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That shit was so anal. Now, was like, can you get into the box, please? Will you get in the box? Like, smell it. It has fresh box smell. Ooh, we <laughs> love fresh new boxes. Like, she's like, oh, I haven't been in a box in a while. She's like, actually, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, one, they haven't addressed her eating or drink. Like, well, they addressed her Do you drinking. all think about death sometimes? <laughs> right. Like, Okay, so I can't did say. Did you any- hear, like, at the beginning, like, after she started thinking about death, that the music changed? Yes. The lyrics completely changed uh-huh. to the song? Yes, yes, like, yes, Like, I was yes. like. Yes, uh, it was an immediate. It was an immediate shift. I could yeah. tell. Uh, so the movie is fantastic, uh, and not only that, it's so, satirical genius. It's very, it's satirical genius at, at its best, and it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely done smart. I think that it was great to uh, hire Ryan Gosling. You know, one yeah. because he has the leading man voice, but two, uh, he's got the looks, and three, also. Uh, you know his comedic timing. He has really good comedic timing. <laughs> his comedic timing is on point. Yeah. Uh, I've seen plenty of comedy movies with not, him in Nice it, Guy you know with I mean? him and Russell Crowe is a really good one. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I could just play the if you scream go, if you If you want to go back to, like... That a, scream. A, a classic... <laughs> a, a, a one, in my opinion, that's at least a classic that I've seen him being in a comedic role was Crazy Stupid Love. That one is I know him from. Yeah. Um, God. But... Uh, so the other film that we definitely did see was Oppenheimer. That one was much longer. It had three I don't hours. Know why movie forty three just popped in my head because it has absolutely nothing. Wasn't to do he with... in that one too? I don't think he was in that movie because all of a sudden I started thinking about Hugh Jackman and I. Hugh Jackman know why. definitely wasn't it. Yeah, he had balls on his face. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh oh, he was in Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, Lars yeah, and the Real that Girl. One. That one was funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Ate up. Yeah. Definitely, <laughs> but funny. Okay, so no, but Oppenheimer uh, went. We should have a Ryan Gosling like where we just do nothing but watch Ryan Gosling. So I'd be actually really movie. into that because like a lot of his films, I don't know why. I know he's your I, boy crush. Don't worry. I enjoy. I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy him as an actor, but I also enjoy the films that he's in for some I reason. I enjoy the way he looks. I enjoy the way he acts. We'll I have to start. His... We'll, we'll have to start all the way back with Remember the Titans and lead it all the way up to Barbie. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. If I cut on Remember the Titans, Brian would probably shit himself. <laughs> He'd be, oh my god, we're watching Remember the Titans! Like, literally just like that. I already can think of the ones that we'd probably watch here, actually. 
Um, okay, so Oppenheimer hit three hours. I was definitely almost passing out sometimes in the theater, but it was because we went at nine, and it was it was getting late. Uh, we saw Florence Pugh's boobs. What's <laughs> up, dude? <laughs> Overall, that film really puts in. That's all I told everybody. They're like, "Oh, you went and saw Oppenheimer." I was like, "Dude, I saw Florence Pugh's boobs." Oh like, my God. just uh, the whole time. The whole, the whole. The <laughs> That's whole, what it was about. The whole tone of Oppenheimer <laughs> is really. Uh, uh, melancholy as the as you already know what's gonna happen and in the end scene you're like yeah this this well yeah this is kind of like it, it's almost like a documentary it's kind uh, of like an autobiography but at biopic. the same time yeah it's also kind of like a criminal procedural mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like because it's uh it really is like a criminal procedure this this the, that film like at the end i was i, I really just felt it i was like he 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 just did the he just did this for science and in the end I feel like they should have played Beyonce at the end and just like thrown everyone <laughs> off, bro. Like dead ass, like surfboard, <laughs> and it's like a dubstep remix. Uh. I'd be like Christopher Nolan, you're a goddamn genius. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yeah, I Barbie was awesome. Oppenheimer, even better. Like I didn't, I I was leaving Barbie and I was just like, man, I really hope also, Oppenheimer is really thing, good. Thing later. about Barbie, everybody was in pink, all in pink. Oh yeah, it, yeah, we all wore pink too. We wore Not, our no. I'm talking. Everybody was wearing pink. Dude. Oh yeah, I loved it. Like everyone showed up in pink, and like everybody showed up in Barbie clothes too. I was like, no fucking uh -huh. way. I love y'all. Thanks. So, uh, after all that, Mattel, like, uh, came out and they were like, oh, we have more movies in the works, like, including Barney, uh, Hot Wheels, and yeah. they they have a Polly Pocket movie in the works, too. Oh. I saw that as well. A Polly Pocket fucking movie, and I'm not kidding. Like, I legit saw that it, from credible sources. <clears throat> and, uh, um, no, Oppenheimer was a great, great blast barbie was <laughs> <laughs> poor choice of words poor choice no of but words, like overall the the cinematography behind oppenheimer was some of the best work no one has done it is i mean yeah he had super close-up shots of things like <laughs> dude, dude, dude like oh my god is that top gonna fall over oh, dude, you know what i mean <laughs> dude, i i th i think i think he really laid into you only laughed because you knew exactly what i was I talking about I, but he really laid into making sure that the explosive so shots. The he gave you time to think. Yeah, no, he shows you some of the bombs, like and how, but like not the explosion yet. He shows you the thinking behind, like the particles moving, which shows you how Oppenheimer is actually thinking about the relativity of it and how that actually work. But then when you get to the actual bomb drop, that's when you see everything, and mm -hmm. it, it is, it, it is, it is a sight to behold. So. Yeah. yeah yeah they definitely blew it up for the movie you know mm. what i mean but like blew it up seven times yeah all right so like that... seven times the size of the explosion of what it was is no what they, made they it? did it seven times oh in real life yes okay they dropped like, seven bombs i was talking about scaling the explosion itself on the screen oh to yeah no look. they they scaled like, it way high dude like i know that's what i was saying i was like only seven times like i was like no. that was no, that, that 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 bomb, but they did drop a real bomb seven times. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that the the bombs on uh, those bombs 
are not the largest bombs ever created. Oh no, those are on the smaller end. So like so, literally. So the one that I actually had. This is the, uh, so, so welcome, so, welcome to. Um, Atomic something boy. No, no, no. Uh, Uh, Fat boy. Fat boy. Uh, Welcome to the atomic. uh, I'm trying to come up with like atomic education center where we learn about bombs. The AEC. Welcome. Yes. Okay. So the one that I want to talk about today is called the SAR Bomba. You know what? We just want to say hi first of all to our FBI agents that are listening. Um, (laughs) Hi Russia. Right. Because this is this is a bomb from Russia. This is the largest bomb ever recorded. And uh, this thing... They do it big in Russia. This is the reason Russia why... Russia is like the world's test. This is the reason why we don't do this anymore. They, they they tested this one at like near like the tip of, of Russia because they wanted to get far away from people and stuff like that. Uh, they put 27 kilograms of nuclear power into this. So 60,000 pounds is how, power, how, how, how heavy this bomb was. Uh, it was about 26 feet. It, uh, in length, its diameter was six feet and eleven inches. Uh, big, big boy. Big. So, so put that in. This room is about twenty-eight feet long. As <laughs> you be twenty-eight, thirty feet long, <laughs> and uh, six six foot around means six foot straight across. Uh-huh. So like diameter. Yeah, yeah, like almost touching the ceiling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then the blast yield was fifty to uh, fifty-eight megatons of TNT. Uh, which is 210 to 240 uh, PJs, whatever that. You think about it, like all that is just so, in there to jewels. cover something this big. Jules. You know what I mean? So the like, thing is, it literally is in there holding something this big, dude. That creates that big explosion. So the thing is, is about crazy. this bomb, if you do think about that, that's like okay, megatons, 50 to 50 megatons of TNT. <laughs> no, no, megatons. So like. yeah, but people don't really think about like the the metric ton of that. So so here's some of the the the, the test results that came from this. The flare was visible from a distance more than a thousand kilometers, so 620 miles. It was observed in Norway, Greenland, and Alaska. The explosion's nuclear mushroom uh, cloud rose to the height of 42 miles. The shape of the hat was two-tiered. The diameter of the upper tier was estimated to be 59 miles. The lower tier was 43 miles. The cloud was observed to be 500 miles. Uh, This was observed from 500 miles to the explosion site. The blast wave circled the globe three times. <laughs> Breaking the sound barrier uh-huh. across. The, the first world. one taking 36 hours and 27 minutes. Then the circle the entire globe. And people heard it. People heard it. Then the US felt it and they also clocked it on their radars because they're like, Russia, what the fuck did you just do? And they're like Nothing. Bomb. Bomb. The seismic wave in the Earth's crust generated by the shockwave, the explosion, circled the globe also three times. Uh, so the earthquake also circled the globe three times. <laughs> the Earth went, ugh. The atmospheric pressure. <laughs> Literally, the Earth quivered, bro. Even like, ugh. The atmospheric pressure wave resulting from the explosion was recorded three times in New Zealand. Uh... Yeah, so they recorded this this brave, uh, what else? Radioactive contamination of the experimental field with a radius of 1.2 to 1.9 miles in the upper center. Uh, you could die. Yeah. 
<laughs> that area is still radioactive. That's today. very bad. This this was this was uh this was all done in a place near uh, a place called Severny Island, which is like in the tip of Russia. There was a town here uh, called Severny on this island. Well, there's nobody there. Yeah, well, it's they, gone. Obviously, they, there's nobody there anymore. Yeah, it's been um, it's been it, it is actually the third largest uninhabited island in the world. Did not know that. Interesting. But yeah, little little right. known fact. Next Australia. Little right? little known fact about the <laughs> SARS bomba. Like, look at this. Look look at that cloud. I hate that. What year did this happen? This year, this happened in. Is that an actual picture? Yeah. Or is that an illustration? Actual picture. These are actual pictures because this happened in 1961, so they actually had some, some stuff. Yeah. October October 30th, 1961, a day before Halloween. So, <laughs> Jesus. yeah, this is why we probably don't mess with nuclear testing because Russia did the biggest you could do. They packed as much. By the way, the actual scientist on the project, he said he this is then I quote this. This is an actual thing that I read when I was doing research on this. He said, I halved the amount that we were actually going to put into the bomb. He nerfed it by half, and it still made shot. It still did that. So, it's, it, so that near zero percent chance that it lights the entire atmosphere on fire and like, kills everybody. Uh-huh. They had a possible chance that they could have done it. <laughs> Welcome to the planet killer. Yeah. So, the, the, yeah. No, no bombs like this are ever. Let's created. bomb the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. It is. Uh, the remaining bomb casings are located at a Russian atomic weapon museum in Sarov and the Museum of Nuclear Weapons. So these these pieces are split apart from each other. Yeah. <clears throat> so. God forbid you bring the Infinity Gems back together. Oh, like. Jesus. <laughs> That's the real snap that All we were right. talking about. Thank you for being at the Atomic uh, Education Thank you for uh, our AEC moment. I know, dude. That it is. When I learned about that, I was I was like, Russia, stop. Just stop. You need to stop experimenting. I said Russia is the Texas of the world. Russia needs to stop experimenting. That makes sense, <clears throat> and I know it makes sense. It does. So alright, we're out of we're out of that stuff because now we're gonna get into the actual stuff that we talk that we talk about in our lives, as I have a job, as I am getting paid for it because I had to put in my hour sheet and I'm getting a paycheck coming in this week. And it sounds like I might actually have the job, and I like that prospect because I don't hate the work and I enjoy it. So it, it it's it's good. It's busy. It, it has a until lot. the last person before you messes it up. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> but so, you know what I'm talking uh, about. All right. I mean, I did have to take over work from a an uh, intern idiot. an intern that they had. Over yep, intern Sam's really. Uh, did not do the best work. Also, they lied on their hour sheet sometimes. So they were a third part. They were like, uh, they were hired by a third party. I'm trying to keep all the names out of the way because well, I yeah, we are, we legal. don't want any names. I don't want to get into legal issues with like the like companies and stuff. But um, yeah, no, they were hired by a third party. So the company that I work for now has no jurisdiction over like their hours or anything like that. They, that's not them. Because they're hired by a third party. Right. Yeah. So it was a weird system. It's like it's it's like apparently this system put brings people 
uh, uh, like, uh, people, they, like, select people, and then they ship them off to, like, certain companies and stuff so that they can be, like, trained and stuff Uh and get ready for the field. I didn't know that that service existed, uh, but it does, apparently. And so, apparently they didn't even want the the, the interns, but they got them. So, uh, but that's, that's what's going on in my world. You're dealing with babysitting. Yeah. Oh, and also a a job as well. That looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, uh, looking into becoming a transcriptionist. So it's somebody who listens to hard to hear audio and then, uh, pulls words out of it and, uh, writes a script. She also, she also is going to be like, uh, rewriting books. Uh, like for like like religious texts like in Pentiment. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I'll be writing any religious texts. You know what I mean? But a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, recommendations, I guess, for this week we have our Barbie Heimer, which is both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Those are great. Uh, those are the only movies, at least, because we've both been busy uh, with just playing video games and also my new job uh and <laughs> my new job your new job and also the baby it, that is just, the job yeah <laughs> uh but, that's the main job uh i <laughs> but I've, the other jobs what's gonna pay the so bills <laughs> there was a lot there was a game that i played last night and i played it from la- i played it late last night i started it last night here at jasmine and she saw me play it and then i played he's it last mad i got mad because it wasn't fair mad. <laughs> so i'll play it again later uh it's called the wandering village right now it's in beta it's in a game preview it's on, in beta it, it kind of it's like how grounded started out on mm-hmm. game pass uh it's really fun it's just like a different version of like Civ because you're on the back of a giant dinosaur, and not only that, this giant dinosaur creature you can also it roams around. So there's a map you can look, and you can also send out people off the dinosaur to go scavenge for resources resources to bring back. And not only that, you can also meet other travelers out and pick them up as well. Uh, not and not only that, you can control it feed it and heal it because there's a bunch of other like environmental things that can happen to it as well not just what do horn blowers do horn blowers like control it they make you they makes you allow as allows it to like lie down run walk or you can give like, a sleep command you can give it a sleep you can give it a sleep command uh, you get to gain knowledge for that which you can do by finding shrines the only issue is what i ran into is it will be unfair and Poisoning your poisoning your people and you not having enough people because they keep dying and you needing to upgrade some stuff but you don't have enough materials because you keep running out of wood. I warned you about the trees. I did. I got to the tree nursery. Now I can replant trees and I have this whole area of tree building. But I need to go in and actually farm the trees so that I can repopulate them. It's it's a whole process. But I'm at this point where I need not only that the crops the crop thing is crazy where you need to change the crops every time you go to a new region because it'll change the temperature and the yield for the crops based on the temperature so in cold you need to change it to a much more cold temperature crop or else it's not going to grow as fast in the hot you'll need to change it to cactus or corn because those grows fast in hot temperatures and that that switching is what fucked me up and that and that's why I got mad. Not only that, but there's poisonous clouds around in the area because it's an apocalyptic game. Of course, there's poisonous clouds, and that also messes me up. So, 
the game's fun, but it also is taxing on my brain for for obvious reasons. You should have watched a, a noob guide. No, I one. I will go in hand first, fine, and then I will be a baby and just reset <laughs> the last auto save I have to try to fix it. You're not gonna fix the tornado. I, I the tor no the tornado thing I'm I'm past. I don't need to worry about this now. I need to figure out this crossroad situation where. Either way, I'm going to lose people, but I want to lose the least amount of people. So, right. Because the last time I played and what made me rage quit is I lost 20 people. And that pissed me off because I just gained them in the past hour that I was playing. Right. So. <clears throat> yeah, that is depressing. And then and then I made so many different, like, locations and stuff. I fucking told you it was Civ Light, though. There's, there's so many jobs and stuff that I have that I didn't, that once I lose those people, those jobs become unemployed. And then eventually the whole town stops moving. So, right. God, it's still fun though. The other game that I played also uh, that deals with houses is House Flipper. <laughs> so oh you go in and you pick up trash and you destroy things, and then you also place down new objects and stuff like that and make new houses. Um, oh I barely just started it, but it is also that's what game. you were looking up in the Microsoft Store. I was looking up. <laughs> other, I was actually looking up other games similar to The Wandering Village, and then I was like, I can't find anything. Yep, you ran into the and then I went and, and then uh, I uh, and, uh, I was like, those ones are, are pretty. Those ones are the ones because the thing that wandering the one that Wandering Village interests me is the concept where you are on the back of a giant wandering creature. And you have it's you aren't in control of your whole like environment area. It's gonna change consistently. But, Don't starve. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, but you've been playing. Oh well, we also played Exo Primal. I don't think we've talked about that on here, have we? I talked about Exo Primal like last week, I Kay. think, and I mentioned it like a little bit, but I finally got robot back to futuristic dinosaurs that you fight and kill overwatch with dinosaurs and, and it has overwatch consistencies as you are racing against another five person team yeah. uh and it's it's fun it's actually it's it's pvpve uh -huh. that's literally what and it is we've so. had full parties of people playing we actually god there was one night that we had four or five people in this room with all our consoles and it got it to it got so hot it got to the point that it felt like it was like 80 something degrees <laughs> it it felt like we were inside a server room that's literally what, it, what happened <laughs> that's what happened like we had five separate like you know xboxes uh, going four or five mm -hmm. and uh then like all the tvs were on you know what i mean there's more bodies that were in there and there's only two vents in this whole room you yeah, know what i mean so small vents might i have yeah mm. yeah you need the box fence the ones that you can like crawl inside no like, in, be inside. in between those two i just need to put a fan like a uh, big a big yeah the big the big planet fitness fan <laughs> it's gonna cut into my walls that's fine just the support to the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can cut through the supports, but that's okay. Uh, you played one more game. Yeah, I started on. playing a game called Bookwalker. And uh, essentially, you go in. I was a cruel motherfucker in my first case. Like, I went in, and they're all like, you need to get this uh, potion of an invincibility, and then you need to return it to us. And I'm like, okay, so like you go in and you go from reality into the book world and there's like there's HP in there and there's like ink that you use to fight and it all all kinds of like weird like 
new things. I've only done one case in there so far, but mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, and it switches from, like, first person, like, Call of Cthulhu looked uh, with, like, high high light diffusion. And it's a, it's a little foggy. And uh, then it jumps to, like, ISO uh, puzzle time mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, I like that one, and I want to see where it takes me. I'll let you guys know next week if I continue playing it. All right, so let's start off the news. We got to get a little on the sad side, as this one th uh, came out of nowhere. I know. Why didn't you just put the deaths he, together? He is my age. What death? The what other one? What happened to the other one? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it got cut out at some point. I'll just announce it as, at the same time. Okay. Uh so we have two deaths one is much older and that is paul rubin who played Pee Wee herman he died at 70. uh he had cancer yeah no yeah he he thought he was battling it for six years a lot of actors like nowadays they just have a cancer and they don't say anything about it which i think is smart on them because they don't need to bring public knowledge to it yeah i mean <clears throat> unless it's to like raise money for cancer awareness you know what i mean like yeah, i don't i don't really mind even that so that like i don't trust most of the charities nowadays me either like especially like uh uh susan g komen mm -hmm. like they take like 60 70 percent mm -hmm. of the fucking money and i'm like that's crazy it's it's yeah i don't i don't trust cancer charities that much these days the other person though the testicle guy the biker lance armstrong yeah his mm -hmm. like and and how he was like duping up yeah steroids and stuff so like, the other person that did die uh not lance armstrong but <laughs> uh didn't he die already no. no he didn't no i think he's still alive he Is has he? one ball well yeah i know that but like i don't he's the one nut wonder <sighs> I, I i thought he was still alive i might be wrong it says he's an American former professional, blah, 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 but yeah, he's still alive. He's 51 years. Yeah. All right. So no, that's not the point. Um, Angus Cloud, which you might not know that name, but you might know the name of Fez or Fezco from Euphoria. He yeah. played Fez on Euphoria. Yes, Euphoria, which I was hoping that he could have done a biography of Mac Miller. That'd be cool. So did a lot of people. But he died at the age of 25. They haven't renounced how he died. We're uh, going to make some assumptions here and say it was drugs. I just... That sucks. That's my age. Like, I didn't know he was that. Like, he was my age. A lot of the people on that show were really young. Like, the majority of them, under 30. Yeah. Well, no, I know that, but I thought he was, like, around your age. Like, 28, 29. Something like that. You know, it felt like... He... That was a kid, bro. Like... <sighs> Especially when he filmed it, he was probably like, what, for the first season in like 2019, he was like, what, 21, 20? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. That's not good. I don't, I, 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 it's just a sad, sad thing to hear. Like, because like the show's not even over and based. No, and he had an important character. Well, not even that, but the, like the basis of the show as a whole, like the, like what it's about and stuff, it, I mean, if you read along the article, it talks about how he hated the fact that people would just assume that he was just some lazy stoner. Oh, I never assumed that. Work and stuff like that. But he would, you can't deny the, the parallels between his character and well, him. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I never said that. I'm just saying, like, it just... A show like that, like, people don't think about this. 
as an actor or actress, there is a lot of mental stability that can that you have to kind of take on because you're remembering all these roles. Bro, 50-50 OD or self-checkout? Wait, what? 50-50 OD or self-checkout? Oh, on him? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say OD. Well, I mean, they, don't, they haven't released anything. Like, so, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It was just a flip it could of be a coin. Something, it could be something else entirely. No, I'm sure it was just a now, flip of a coin. Now, those now, here, here, but, like, uh, what was I, I just forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, he worked for the Safties. Mm-hmm. I read that as well. So, uh, that was an interesting right. take. Yeah, so, no, but being an actor and actress, like, like here's the thing, Heath Ledger and, 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 uh, and, who else also played uh, Joker that died? Um, somebody else did. I can't remember. But uh, no stuff like that where like you become too involved. In, in my head, way. I said Mark Hamill, but I knew that was so no, so wrong. No. I knew that it, was so so wrong. Else. I know uh, it wasn't Mark Hamill. No, but um, no, like those like roles where you kind of like th- they take over your personality, and it could be the same with any kind of role. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's a, a really big danger in method acting, mm-hmm. uh, getting lost in someone else that's not you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it can be intoxicating. And uh, I feel like that's kind of what happened to him. So. Well, so hopefully, yeah, well. Fame is intoxicating. It is. And speaking of more fame, Mr. Beast has a shit ton of fame. Yeah, everybody knows who Mr. Beast is. His videos have hundreds of millions of views on some of them. And uh, literally, he, a few years ago during quarantine, released a ghost kitchen called Mr. Beast Burger. I ate it once with Brian. Um, And yeah, it wasn't good. Like, the bread was bigger than the patty. Like, the patty was, like, super small. Like, it was super skimpy. We were just overall not very happy with our experience at all. So but, uh, that it, it tracks now, you know, because he is now suing uh, the uh, the ghost kitchen. Ghost kitchens are a lie, folks. They are. I'm gonna tell you the truth right now, uh, and the reason why is because there's a there's videos online uh, talking about it and stuff like that. Mr. Beast is just one of probably many creators that are gonna start suing these ghost kitchens because uh, they've been falsifying and also uh, false, false, false. lying. Uh, they've been also just like pushing out bad product. Yeah, like uh, you can go through Twitter or X, whatever it's fucking called now. It's uh, uh, <laughs> it looks like a porn site, dude. You know, a bunch of places have banned it because it looks like a porn Play, site. Uh, what does what does it say? They, they had a new tagline on on their app. On, I don't know. On the app store, say like fuck it, blaze blaze and glory or something like that. I can't remember. I don't know, dude. But uh. You can go down Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna keep calling it Twitter because it's not X, but uh, you can just scroll down that and you know hashtag Mr. Beast and find these Mr. Beast burgers that people were receiving. Like a lot of them were like raw, like they just looked and they blame Mr. Beast for it, right? And they blame Mr. Which... Beast for it. Like and <laughs> we we saw some of the court documents for uh, you know the it's really defendant it's, it's, rather. It's and... very 
It's very millennial talk is what I'll say it is. Yeah. How could you do this to us, Jimmy? <laughs> How could you do it to us, Jimmy? Why? They're they're putting comments from people on, on Twitter and stuff. But no, overall, so there's a video that I want to bring up by a person that I watched and called Eddie Burback, which a uh, few shout outs for some of them he he and another person called ted nevison's just did a second video in a round of i don't know how many they're gonna do where they go around the u.s the first one they did to they went to every rainforest cafe in the u.s and the second one they went to every jimmy buffett's margarita margaritaville in the US. i haven't been to all uh, a margaritaville at all but i've been to a rainforest cafe rainforest cafes are uh, that shit is scary it's it's a wild time it's scary so like, they they went to every single one and they did this they did the they did rainforest last year i'm getting off topic but they did margaritaville this year uh but he did i think last year he did a video on ghost kitchens called ghost kitchens are scared are, are lying to you as in he showed that ghost kitchens are presenting food from mul- for multiple different brands and they're presenting it as uh, like they're presenting as different food but it's legit just the same food it's the same exact quality mm-hmm. you're getting the exact same exact thing so for mr beast burger and stuff like that guarantee you if you're you you would probably buy like oh mcmeaty's burger place or something like that that's like a ghost kitchen they're probably selling the exact same exact thing that they're selling for mr beast burger mm-hmm. and and it's it's a bad bad thing for them to do because like that's one you're lying about your product and two you're probably upcharging them based on the different brands like one's probably going to be oh that's all another thing that eddie showed off is that one was priced at like one chicken sandwich priced at 16 dollars the same exact thing that he got but from a different brand priced at like 20 dollars yeah yeah it's it's super fucked up so and it's not I don't even think it's the brand's fault because they're they're putting their contracts and trust into these third-party businesses that are trying to run these ghost kitchens which they were which is supposed to take part take a, take control of this whole like food processing scenario where they need to push out that the product and stuff for the people ordering it but they're they're skimping on it and probably saving themselves money and pocketing the money that would go towards Making sure that each brand gets their own design, like food, and right? It's quality at the same time too. <clears throat> so, yeah, no, it's uh, he, he in in the in the in the the suit. He, uh, uh, Mr. Beast says the the food from the company Florida Company, which is called Virtual Dining Concepts. Uh, has been delivering ter- food of terrible quality so bad it's often raw and inedible uh and they've un- been unwilling to engage with or act upon its complaint his complaints which i'm assuming this is what happened he didn't want to do this suit because it, one it's going to cost too much money mm-hmm. and two he already put a ton of money into a into this restaurant chain this ghost kitchen chain and people don't don't think about how much money goes into building up a restaurant it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of money. Food costs up front. You know what I mean? Like food costs, uh, health registration, advertisement, business registration, advertisement. It it, it, it uh, not only that graphic design de- like stuff. If you're gonna add any decorations or anything, mm-hmm. uh, but but for ghost kitchens, you don't the containers that they come in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which so, is included in the advertising product. because most of them are custom bags, custom all this kind of stuff, so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's people, like, Mr. Beast Burger uh, was supposed to have c- 
customized like containers that it comes in, but when we got it, it, it was just... It doesn't have them anymore. Uh, it was just in brown paper. Yeah. Uh, like, it was fucked up. Like, uh-huh. the presentation was off. It was just not good. So, like, they, they, they've been... It, they've, oh, and it also says he has been damaged by association with the burgers, as the YouTuber has apparently not been paid a dime, and requests the courts grant Mr. Beast the right to terminate the whole enterprise, which... I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it is his. Con- it is his it's brand. It's his face. It you know is I mean? his brand on on the on the company. He did license it out for this food for this this company, uh, in in Florida, and and yes, they're using it to market him probably through like a contract business, mm-hmm. but. Like how to be overall, how to they're tarnishing his whole brand because they're they're just skimping on trying to make quality product. Yeah, should sue for damages. <laughs> Yeah, and a bunch of other companies should do the exact same thing. Did you know who co-founded this 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 virtual dining concepts? Mm-mm. Former Planet Hollywood executive Robert Earl. <laughs> okay. Of probably Planet Hollywood restaurants, which have been uh, 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 failing and near extinct. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I get it. It's a it's a good corporate strategy to go for ghost kitchens. That way, you're not spending as much money building a whole restaurant yeah. or anything, but you and, should or just buying out of space. But overall, you need to make sure the quality of what you're putting out is up to par with those restaurants that are physical, those brick and mortar stores. Uh, but what I've seen is a no <laughs> so <laughs> it's a fat no yeah so uh ghost kitchens are lying to you uh completely and until it changes if, it's uber, not a, if there is not a brick and mortar location don't order from which them. uber officially actually put in a policy i'm pretty sure it was uber but they put in a policy where they said that like ghost kitchens have to like let, aspire to making sure that their brands and food like is different and the quality is up to par and stuff like that so yeah yeah they're they're but they're, that's not gonna help it's it's not this they're gonna find loop loopholes and stuff like that literally though yeah i'm not i'm not buying any ghost kitchen stuff it, it's not good for you yeah because they're just gonna kind of scary they're literally it's like it's like it, it's There's what no I, quality it's shit. what i'm seeing with a lot of corporations nowadays and it might sound weird it might sound hippie for me to say this but like they're skimping they're saving themselves money and che- and cheaping out on their products, and that that cheapen is one for the people who aren't like observing it well. Uh, they're gonna just keep buying into it. If those products fail, they're gonna like okay, cool, I'll just buy another one because they'll just fix that. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same thing kind of with food. They're like, oh, okay, this this sandwich sucks, but maybe next time it won't. Uh, <clears throat> and I get that, I get that concept, but like. When it's multiple ghost kitchens happening at the same time and they're all having this issue, right? Then that is a bigger problem. That's a corporational problem. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the, no one has responded <laughs> from virtual dining concepts. So I'm sure they're dead silent. Yeah, they're trying, prob- to, trying to stack their chips up. They're for, uh, they're this gonna defense. they're gonna figure this out. They're gonna try to figure this out. Stacking chips for defense. But. Speaking of stacking chips, Logie Season 2 is coming out, so people are stacking up and uh, getting ready for the the um, the event of uh, time. 
because yeah. so what's happened so what's going on here is there was a trailer that was released yesterday there is also it looks like they put a lot of quality work into it uh more than they have in, on their most recent products and stuff like that secret invasion secret <laughs> <laughs> it was good so far but i haven't watched the final episode and that has the lowest scores of any of the series oh really yeah so uh. it had it had a new low uh, it's the first show to go rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. First Marvel show. It's worse than Eternals. Mm. That didn't even go rotten. It was close, though. So, but, like, I think Loki is at least they're giving the time and effort, at least, to putting into it. Right. Uh, it, because it's taking, what, two, three years since the first uh, season. Not, well, COVID, one, help, didn't help. But yeah. But, two, they like, could Didn't that come out during COVID? think so it's either 2020 or 2021 which was still kind of covid so i'm just saying they could have released like they could have like done pre-production or stuff like that in 2021 and release it last year but they didn't they're taking their time what i'm assuming from what i could see taking their time because one the graph the cgi effects that they at least used in this trailer actually looked good yeah, um, like, I didn't have any complaints. Like, it, it genuinely looked really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really tell which ones were their passion product, projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this just so happened to be one of them. So, the trailer uh, uh, for the second season of Loki just came out yesterday. And uh, you're you're going to see, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're going to be specific here with uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki. And uh, because... If you guys watched the last season, you know that there's more than one Loki. You know there's different species of Loki, different races of Loki, and uh, it's just uh, the multiverse of Loki. But anyway, um, Owen Wilson's Mobius is there, uh, and they visit TVA's Repairs and Advancements Division, where, you know, our favorite uh, K-Hoi Kwan is in a new character named Obi. It looks like he's, like, part of, like, the department that, like, deals with all of the, like, the equipment. Yeah, like, yeah, like he he looks like a Radio or Shack like guy. Tech, or like the tech. <laughs> Let me just... Oh, it says it's, it says repairs and advance and, and advancements. That's what so I said. So he deals with the repairs and advance and and stuff like that. He's like a Radio Shack so, guy. So, but in this scene that they're in, we see Tom Hiddleston's Loki has uh, glitch... fallen victim to uh, time slipping, yes. quote unquote, after he glitches but, and disappears. But what we've noticed is that this looks similar to how Miles Morales and across the spider-verse was glitching out when he was in different realities and it looks like maybe this is happening to him now because he is not in the correct reality it's unclear if these two are connected but of course we have reddit users we have twitter users we have you know all kinds of users like we're quick to consider whether loki's time slipping is the same as the spider-verse glitching well what about what about like this? If this this one takes place when you're in a different time. Within uh, the one from across the Spider Verse takes place when you're in a different dimension. So like, I mean, he jumps dimensions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. Like he like I'm just saying like Loki has jumped dimensions. And, yeah, like that's how he finds other Loki. Not not so too great, yo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, given their similarities, some believe that the resemblance between the two occurrences is not likely to be a coincidence. With one member arguing. That different methods of multiversal travel equal different side effects. Uh, people on Twitter uh, added to the discussion as they shared posts containing video clips and screen grabs of the Loki trailer versus the Spider-Verse movie side by side. Uh, with some wondering whether time slipping and glitching are the same but viewed in different formats in live action and animation. Did you know that the Prowler, the live action Prowler with 
Donald Glover uh-huh. was is actually the MCU Prowler. I mean, he, he is he is the one that was in he, the character that he played in no in in the first uh, Homecoming movie. Yeah, in Spider Man. That is his character, just upgraded now because it's in the future. So right after yeah. he got locked in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did get locked in the he trunk. He did get locked okay, in the okay. trunk. Yeah. No, no, no. He didn't get locked. He had his hand. Uh, oh, he his got hand, stuck. His hand to the stuck to the trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, and then and Spidey's like, "Don't worry, it's gonna come off in like like twelve hours <laughs> or like six hours or something like that." Yeah. So. yeah. so there's tons and tons of tweets of people like you know guessing. Um, it said not to mention how gross slash pretty the time slipping looks. It's like they took the body horror aspects of Spider Verse glitching and amped it up. Good. Like as Loki, they should. Like. Uh, so others argue that uh, Loki's time slipping differs from Spider versus glitching, even though the two concepts are strikingly similar. Uh, those people pointed out Loki doesn't just glitch on the spot; he actually vanishes and turns up in a different time and space. So there is a so reason the two concepts don't share the same terminology. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has kind of like the same effect. He's just out of place. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it's it's like it's like the universe is trying to rewrite him, essentially. But it just doesn't know how. So it just keeps throwing him all over the place, which is going to be... Yeah, people great. are like, uh, Loki is time slipping into past and present, and it's different and unrelated to multiverse glitching. I'm not so sure about that. They could be related, but they could I be think... happening as two different side effects mm-hmm. of yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So, so we'll see more as this comes out. Did it even say when it comes out? October 6th. Thank you for letting... Th- thank you. Yeah. I, I didn't even notice. But uh, we're still in Marvel talk fantastic four is not looking all the phase four productions phase five stuff like that except for deadpool 2 as of right now well deadpool 2 now are all on halt halt and that's because of the writer strike and the actor strike and also marvel uh re uh mcu specifically readjusting Disney, their timeline. readjusting their timeline and also probably their production quality of things um <clears throat> And not only that, but like uh, Adam Driver and Margot Robbie have been talks into being in the Fantastic Four film, which would be cool. Unfortunately, Adam Driver has turned down whatever role he was going to be in after he read the script for Fantastic Four. Uh, he also accepted uh, he accepted the offer at a more recent point, uh, but then he it was never made. The deal was never made. So. Yeah. He read the script and he was like poopy. Yeah, he's uh, this kind of He's like actually I'm busy making in the past, but it comes from someone apparently working on the Fantastic Four. They said that Adam Driver was never really engaged in this. They sent Adam Driver the script a while back and he said that he couldn't connect with the character on the page and he passed very early on, so yeah. Yeah, he's too busy making sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> um Dude, I uh it's ro- rumored that Margaret Robbie will play Superstar Sue Storm, and then Austin Butler might play uh, Johnny Storm. I do not like Austin Butler. I don't even know what the fuck just happened. Why, why is McAfee just coming up on my screen? Don't because do McAfee that. is a fucking lie, and that is literal malware that you downloaded to your. Computer. I didn't. Do- I didn't do- download anything though. Nope. So <laughs> it's literal malware. All right. Um, John McAfee it, it's gone is now. a. Uh, it's gone now. He's a terror. All right, well, they're going to try to fix this. Uh, 
we'll see what happens. I have no clue. It's just a, a hodgepodge and whatnot. But uh, something that isn't a hodgepodge, and we were talking about earlier, Donald Glover. Awesome dude. Uh, has put out so much good work, and now he's gonna he's gonna put out a good Star Wars series. We hope the Lando series. Well, he's writing it. He's helping write it. Well, and he's also starring in it. Is he getting paid for that? I <laughs> well, I would hope so. I'm just asking. You know what I mean? Uh, he's also writing the show with his brother Stephen Glover. That makes me happy because like both of them wrote one of my favorite shows of all time, which he also starred in, Atlanta. Uh, and yeah, no, I'm completely fine with that, and I think this will turn out great. Uh, Speaking of haunted, why are they, they're calling Justin it Frasier in space? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't like Glover. Frasier. Glover has described it as Frasier in space. I don't like Seinfeld either. It'll be, uh, yeah, we're gonna see what this turns out to be. I did like his character in, in, in the solo movie though, when he played it. When, so he played young Cal Rizian, uh, which I did enjoy him. I so. didn't watch all of that movie. Uh, but you did watch all of Barbie, and there was no fart opera. Uh, fart opera. There uh, should have been. But Greta Gerwig has been trying to fit fart jokes into her movies. For a weird Barbie, should have just like for one. a lot of long time. She's been trying to include a fart joke. Why in is she all always in films. the splits and then like does the splits? <laughs> when she hits the ground, just like farts really uh-huh. loud. I would have loved that. So she's she said she's always tried to put in a <laughs> fart joke, a proper one, but they've never been able to do. Uh, they get two thirds of the way through the editorial and they cut it uh, because it just doesn't fit. Uh, but she tries; she does try to fit it in there. So she, we we could have had Margot Robbie uh, farting on screen, bro. They we had it. Had, like, they should have had her pooping on the screen. Had, that is literally what I asked had for. Like right at the beginning of the fart opera in the middle. You remember? Really I literally looked at you and I said, "Oh my god!" Fart opera, and everyone was like, "I Barbie really has to shit eventually." It was really funny. That was not the consensus. And now, that, oh well, I was gonna ruin the ending. My bad. Whew. So no, they didn't. They didn't. They they were gonna have a fart opera apparently, but it didn't happen. And maybe eventually she'll get her fart joke into a movie. But like, I mean, I couldn't see it in Little Woman. I I, I don't see a reason why there would be. One. You know what? Oprah didn't have to pee in a field in the part in the color purple, but she did. So you know what? After this, we should probably. I want. I kind of want to watch the first Black Mirror season six episode because I want to show you Salma Hayek uh, shitting on the floor. <laughs> Terrifier two at the beginning. Uh, 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 I'm crying on the inside. Uh, speaking of crying on the inside, so uh, I'm gonna move this one actually. Uh, uh, down before the break because I want to talk about Paramount real quick. Uh, yeah. I just did some bad, bad juju shit. Uh, uh, juju. There we go. Uh, Paramount Pictures uh, animation movie plan. So they're planning on making animation movies. Stupid. Cool. I'm, I'm like, look, make more animation stuff, please. But they're not wanting to make original films. They only want to use existing IPs. <sighs> We're not going to release any expensive original animated movie and just pray people will come. It's not about Disney or Pixar and, and Pixar anymore. People are looking for animated movies that are irreverent and have a comedic point of view. Oh, no, no, don't don't say that. Don't say that. 
Uh, the studio will instead focus on familiar properties such as SpongeBob, Avatar, and TMNT. Um... <sighs> and they're preying on millennials. I just... Like, literally, they're preying on millennials. Guillermo del Toro was not impressed with the news. I'm sure he, he will. He literally said, dear lord. He said, dear lord? Uh-huh. That's all he said, dear lord. As you know, the director's animated take on Pinocchio won best uh, animated feature earlier this year. Literally, and, though. And yeah, that film deserves it, every sense of that, because that is, that is like a pinnacle of stop-motion achievement for him. Uh, and I love i love i love i love his work lego movie and spider-verse filmmaker chris miller said this is an ignorant attitude no studio head would say they wouldn't make an original drama or action movie or biopic or comedy or wouldn't have made avatar to suggest animation alone needs to be ip is absurd and it is you don't need it to be an ip i guess like in the 2000s we did have these animated films that were originals coming out but at the time people weren't invested in those people are invested in that stuff now and yet the companies are not even listening to it right at the end it says i 100 percent agree it's so crazy to me that people like brian robbins get into these positions because it seems like they really aren't that smart they're not they 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 focused on trying to like and sometimes they don't actually make their way to the top they're just given the job uh-huh I just, overall, I wish it would change. Hopefully this writer-actor strike actually changes some things in Hollywood. Um, but, like... <laughs> this comment says, I bet they used AI to come to this decision. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but, no, like, speaking of, like, maybe, like, this being made of AI, in 1988, yeah, <laughs> back in 1988... Uh, this is right before our break. Uh, there is a 52-episode adaptation of Stephen King's It that aired in India. Uh, uh, in India, Tilted Woe. Uh, titled. I don't know why they write it. Tilt, tilt it? That's not right. No, you, you just read it wrong. It's titled. Is it? Yep. T-I-T. Tilt, tilt it. T-I-L-T. Tilt. T-I-T-L. Tilt. No, it's tilted. T-I-L-T-E-T. It's, that's tilted t-i-t-l-e-d no wait what no go go to the top go to the go to the actual top look at that oh yeah no that definitely <laughs> that's that, that says tilted yeah i told you all right okay well i was looking literally you were right looking here down in the, at the in, words in the first in the first paragraph, <laughs> the first paragraph. it says it is titled yes titled the whoa. hindi word whoa which translates tilted to, tilted no no the the actual that definitely head, said tilted the actual right. the for some reason, Geek Tired has such a bad time sometimes with doing this. I, it's, not even, spell, it's not even them. They it's don't all, spell It's not even shit. them. IGN sometimes does it. PC Gamer also sometimes done it. I've seen it happen on, on yes, multiple... Yes, yes. Like, nobody spells check, spell checks their shit. It's crazy to me. Like, uh, you don't run it through a fucking word processor first. It is... Like, so, Grammarly for free. Like, we'll get you these basic changes that will, you know, not make it tilted uh-huh. instead of titled. So, it is titled Woe was this adaptation W-O-H. Whoa. Uh, which translates to it in Hindi. Uh, and this came out in 1998 and had a 52 episode run. 52 uh, episode. Uh huh. And I had no, I had <laughs> no, fuck? I had no idea this existed. How long are the episodes? Uh, this was developed for ZTV. And there's no version of the series that includes English subtitles, but you can still go through it and watch it. 
So. But if you speak Hindi, then you win. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to read this out. This is the story details. Seven teenagers. Oh, God. Here's the names. Uh, Ashutosh, Raja, Julie, uh, Shiva, Rani, and uh, Shan, Sanjeev. Sanjeev uh, and Rahul. Oh, and Rahul, Rahul. Battle an evil force that takes the form of a clown called Woe and kidnaps children and free the town. Oh, my God. But that kidnaps children and free the town from Panchgani from his evil influence. They promise to return if Woe ever returns. Fifteen years later, that's different. It's not twenty-seven. After after they part ways, Ashutosh starts seeing balloons at places where children are being kidnapped. He immediately recognizes that Woe has returned and calls his friends to return. All the friends return except Sanjeev, who gets killed by Woe. Oh. Great. So, so uh, he the like day dies they realize... in the bathtub like the other character did, because that par- that character like didn't they like slit their own wrist I in the bathtub so. or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. The day they realize that the police take their friends into custody, they and they narrate how they battled well with the help of uh, some 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 midbuds 15 years ago the police believe them and release them they go and meet some mid and join their forces they finish well with difficult jesus why is that just giving me the whole story uh the series also had a very different ending than the book as one of the characters sons becomes possessed by woe uh woe is not an alien from another planet in this version it's a ghost uh. <laughs> the same day ashitash learns his wife is pregnant raja proposes to uh, Samita. uh Samita. uh all the friends return to their normal lives bad omens happen during the birth of Ashita- uh, ashitash's child uh siddharth uh his doctor and years later ashitash's wife's aunt are mysteriously killed ashitash's friends <laughs> arrive for for siddharth's seventh birthday and realize woe has returned as siddharth they go to the same caves and find out from the mother of woe okay uh that he was her son who was bullied by society due to his dwarfism he killed himself became <laughs> a vengeful ghost the friends convince him to leave siddharth's body and help him attain salvation siddharth is saved and the story ends on a happy note <laughs> oh my god it's not the full picture so i don't i don't know Bro, his hands are too big. There's a full. The, they they actually linked the full first episode. It's right here. Here's the opening. So it is 22 minute episodes. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. This. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna. I. I. Are we gonna get copyrighted for this? Turn it off. Yes, we're gonna get copyrighted for that. Hold on. Hold on. I just want you to listen to this beginning. <laughs> Uh, all right, let me skim through it for a bit. Bro, it's the it's this face for me. It's this guy. Look at him. What the what? <laughs> what is going on? Ah! Oh, he touched an evil clown mask, and now he's getting possessed. Oh no! Not the possession from the. Oh, evil jazz! Clown. They have the editing. They have the editing. The quick cuts? They have the editing. They have they have the editing. They legit have the editing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Qu- quick cut editing. Come on. Do it. I think I cut too far back. <laughs> the build up too. They have so much build up too in these. Why 
Why do they have so much buildup? I don't know. I have no idea. Come on. I didn't want it to go this far. Is that Sandiva? Oh, uh, no, no, no. We just... That's Sedar. There it is, right there. That editing. Yeah. Sedar. Uh-huh. All right. older. I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, we should watch through this, though. This is... This is... Yeah, as long as my mom isn't awake. Your mom it would... We wouldn't even... There's no subtitles, so we wouldn't even understand. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's gonna be like, what? Why are you guys doing this? <laughs> All right, so... For your torture. Uh, yeah, that's, uh... India It. Um... I... <sighs> I have no words about that. Do with one. that information what you will. Yeah, Stephen King's idiot India it. Nineteen ninety eight, baby. I know my birthday. It makes sense that they put it out there in that year. Why? Because they're like, they're like, hey, we know this kid's gonna grow up and find out about this and put it on a podcast. No, man, they did, <laughs> they did not plan for that. All right, so when we come back. Uh, we actually will be talking about uh, game news, care, of course. Um, some of it is uh, quite interesting. Yeah, uh, uh, get ready for that, guys. Uh, stick with us, and we will be right back after the break. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back. And uh, full, of, full of more news and uh, a little more invigoration uh, for life. Could be invigoration. I call it... Uh, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just left everybody hanging like that. You, I call it... Yeah, no, sometimes I just don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I heard his brain go, doo-doo-doo-doo. I was trying to come up like, with, a, with, a, with a smart, uh, hard word, and every time it just kept coming up with, like, the dumbest words possible. So I didn't want to say anything. Speaking of things I don't fully talk, well, own, because I don't have a PS5, there's a beta that has been going out for the PS5. Yes, uh, among other things. So, uh, it PS5 is has a beta that's that adds a number of new features, including uh, Dolby Atmos HDMI device support. Finally, like Jesus, uh, the new update released today uh, adds audio options that allow 3D audio powered by Tempest 3D Audio Tech to be used with compatible com compatibility compatible Dolby Atmos enabled HDMI device. Sorry. Devices such as soundbars. That's how I how I feel when you're talking about it. Why? <laughs> I don't know because I it's it's the my excitement. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like pain. Like my excitement is pain. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no, indeed. Uh, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then it tells you how to turn on Dolby Atmos. Uh, uh, the beta also includes more options to quickly find games and console tips. Can new I ways to mono? connect. 
ask Katie, uh, new ways to connect <laughs> with other players and customize your player sessions and support for larger capacity uh, M.2 SSDs, I was talking up to about, 8 terabytes. I was talking about the audio format, but I can still ask Katie if I want to get mono. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying, okay? I meant, I meant like mono audio, like one, one stereo audio. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not giving it to you, bud. Like... <laughs> I don't have mono. I don't want mono. Mm. Like, my best friend had mono, and that shit was fucking awful, and I don't wish that on nobody. I had an so. ex that had mono, and she, it was not great. Yeah. Her. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, there is now an option to turn on haptic feedback effects while you're uh, using your PS5 with your DualSense con uh, controller, the DualSense Edge controller, or PSVR 2 Sense controllers. Uh, this means system sound effects for certain events, such as checking a box, or when you get a notification or boot up a game, are reflected physically through haptics. Um, in in the same way that when your when your phone rings, uh, it vibrates at the same time. You know what I mean to the beat of the ring, uh, kind of like that. Uh, improvements to social features include a party UI update, which means you can now invite a player into a closed party without automatically adding the player into the group or creating a new group. Uh, and share screen preview, uh, which means when someone's sharing their screen in a party you can join, you'll now see a preview image of their share screen even before you enter the party. Uh, you can now react to messages with emojis as well. Cool. So that's cool. Um, beta access to the update is limited to those invited in select countries, US, Canada, Japan, UK, Germany, and France. Uh, they plan to release the update globally later this year. If you're selected, you'll get an email invitation today when the update is available to download. So, that happened. And I should probably check my emails and see if, I, uh, if I've if i been invited. You know what I mean? But uh, next up on the bat, while we're talking about next-gen consoles, <laughs> Nintendo has come out and they're all like, hey, uh, we're making big dick moves and we're uh, planning to release a next-gen console during the second half of 2024. Uh, Zach does not agree with this. Um, I, I just think Nintendo's going to do what they're going to do. If uh, I can find the meme awful. that I want to use, uh, but I'm not going to find it. Jesus, why do I have so many bad ones? What, memes? Yeah. Some of them are not. I mean... <laughs> I mean... I, can, I just click on a random one if you want me to. That's scary. You don't know what it's going to say. I really don't. I don't want to play that don't. one. Don't. <laughs> no, it's, it's, not, it's not nothing bad, but uh, I can't. Oh, wait. What's this one? Oh, it's the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking ball. I can't believe that they did that to the orb. All right. Not no. the orb. I was gonna, I'm trying to find a, a, a one meme, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, this is dumb. They should just focus more on the Nintendo Switch and how great of the console that has been so far for them. And they should just milk that for another five years. Uh, because, like, then it will live... When did the Switch come out? 2018? Um, no, it came out before that. Apparently, this next-gen console uh, can be used in portable mode, like the Nintendo Switch, and has an LCD screen, which is a big step down from the OLED screen uh, in order to keep costs down. 2017. Uh, it comes with a cartridge slot for physical games as well. 
the crucial question of backwards compatibility mm. with Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch games remains unclear. And they are very notorious for not they having are. very good uh, backwards compatibility. We're going to bring up Nintendo... Actually, we could just bring them up again now, as there was a Last of Us clone on their Nintendo e Switch eShop. Right. It got pulled. Uh, it was I, a clone? It was a clone. Like they just copied the game and put it on their store. I just want you to see the photographs of this of this clone, uh, because they are some of the just. Kotaku, <laughs> uh, why do you gotta have ads, man? There you go. That's nice, isn't it? Look at Ellie. She looks so somber. Uh, uh. And then and then you got you got you got uh, Joel looking like. Uh, the fuck is his name from Vice City? Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, uh, it's called The Last Hope, but it's no longer for sale. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. They took it off. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they just retextured it. I want to. No, I don't think they retextured it. I think they built, like, a game, but they did, like, shit janky mechanics to it and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Oh, look at this. Look, wait, 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 wait. Ooh. <laughs> wow, they even used the same fucking wow, that's crazy. This this looks That's not... legit crazy. Jazz, it's getting worse every time I look at these graphics. These look this looks this looks like I'm actually playing GTA but with like a zombie mod installed into it. <clears throat> so all right. At least you could say was hey, this kinda looks like uh... Jesus. Jesus. Okay, last thing. The faces. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, yeah, no, uh, at least that's one good thing. They took that off. But like I don't they don't need they do not need another console. Just focus on the Switch. You've had this for less than 10 years. Literally less than 10 years. I don't understand this this is this has been my issue. With, with this thing. They're moving way too fast with the technology of these consoles. They need to just focus on trying to make one that's long-lasting and sustainable. Because that's what's going to drive them to stay, stay successful. Instead, they're just going to keep pumping, dumping. And because with Nintendo, every single one of their consoles before the Switch is unplayable with any new games. Coverfly sent me a... Uh... <clears throat> A new uh, competition that dropped. And not only that, but... For TV pilots. Not not only... Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Coverfly is. Cool. Like, it, you can post your stuff there mm -hmm. and have people judge it and whatnot. So this one's uh, an action thriller screenwriting contest. This one's a TV pilot screenwriting lab. Um, they're just taking... Uh, and you could do you can do joint submissions. They're taking like, the screenwriting stuff so they can make... Uh, so Hollywood can make new uh, stuff because they're going to... Uh, oh, right they, at the top it says we stand with the WGA. Coverfly stands in solidarity with the WGA and its efforts to ensure fair, mm -hmm. livable compensation for the workers and of work of writers for information on how you can stay within then, the WGA strike rules. And then they wear Disney ears and they're like, ha ha ha, we're going to steal your money. No, I don't believe that. No. Uh, but, no, so, what was I... I don't remember. Oh, yeah, everything about uh, Nintendo. Yeah, don't release a new gen console. Just f focus on the, the Switch. Seriously. 
I worry the same thing with Microsoft and 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 PlayStation. They're gonna try to push one out before like it's been ten years before like for the the ten year anniversary of like when they have their console. Uh, they came out in 2018, I believe, uh, and they're just they're not even gonna wait till like 2028 before they punch out another one. They don't care. <coughs> they just want to make money now. So my other thing about uh making money is twitch twitch likes to make a lot of money especially the streamers on there uh but uh, you know what like to stream a lot at least in was it two years ago a year ago when elden ring at least two was it yeah because last year's wrap up in in december uh was my elden ring one so it was last year no, not necessarily. Or maybe not not in December, my bad, in January. No, I think Elden Ring got released last year. In 2021. 2022, February 25th. Yep, three days before my birthday. I remember it was three days before my birthday. I just couldn't remember what year, but it was 2022. Yeah, so somebody, uh, someone completed a no-hit Elden Ring run on stream. Yeah, okay, that's cool. They did it using an electric saxophone. They used an electric saxophone, and they didn't take a single hit. And it was... Uh, There's somebody that completed this game, no hits, with just using their feet. People are... Speedrunners... Let, let me let me just explain something. Speedrunners are legit a different breed of human. They're a different species. In type. They're like a subgroup that, that is like offshot from us. Because the, um, the amount of dedication and also talent to do some of the stuff that they do is crazy uh because they'll because instead of them just doing a regular speed run they'll make it harder on them by like i'm gonna do a speed run by playing it through a potato uh or something like that and they'll do stuff like that and they'll complete it <clears throat> so yeah dude so his whole channel is literally him focused on playing games through his uh digital roland ae10 aerophone which is the <laughs> saxophone yeah it's a digital saxophone yeah. and um uh, according to his twitch channel he has beaten other souls boring games like uh, the dark souls trilogy bloodborne demon souls remake using the device uh with some of those playthroughs including beating the game using a level one character builder completing the game without any dust Aside from saxophone, uh, sax controllers from software game playthroughs, uh, he has also beaten other games like Cuphead, Resident Evil 2, a remake, and uh, Breath of the Wild. This all is using I'm, this is what I'm talking about. He's just a different kind of human now. He's a subgroup. He's like, and I'm not saying he's, that makes uh, him worse. I'm saying that like, he's, he's Anglo like, Saxon. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's Got like him. it's like when the hominids split off from like the from Stop. from the monkeys like so many years ago. Like the hominids and then so the many thousands of years ago. It's kind of the same thing. They 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 we're branching off now. Where we have regular humans and speedrunners. Uh, he touts himself as the first to complete a no hit run of Elden Ring using a non traditional controller. I wouldn't say that. I feel like there's people that have That's, done that. Before. No, no. Like everybody else has used controllers or uh, keyboards. I feel. I thought I saw somebody. Eh, okay. Well, I, I mean, it's still an achievement. The guy with his foot feet did it with a controller. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still crazy nonetheless. Not only that, but like, they're <laughs> just overall the game's fan. I still need to finish beating the final boss. I still haven't beat the final boss either. That's literally the only thing that's keeping me, but I just can't do it. Uh, I can do it. I, I don't just... know if I have the strength to re-download Elden Ring just to get my ass clapped a hundred times before uh, I get it. Oh, 
I'll take it on. Speaking of getting your ass clapped, this person who was streaming also on Twitch got their ass clapped. They got their ass clapped, because, for sure. Uh, <laughs> this was this, funny. So Tekken 8 is coming out. Uh, and uh, they've been doing, they did this closed uh, test, is what they did. And uh, they didn't stream in or anything, but there was a bunch of back back end like breaking into the game. So people, of course, there they <laughs> opened a PC beta test. You know what that means? Anytime somebody opens a PC beta test, that means that the game is getting data mined. That means that the game mm. is, uh, you know, like everything is getting cracked. Like that people are going farther in the game than what they're supposed to be going in the game because they created a, a level twenty two cap on the game before. It, it came out because it was a CNT, a close network mm. test, uh, and um, they they access the game beyond what with the closed test exactly. Uh, they author unauthorized downloading distributions, and also they streamed it, and one person streamed it on their um, Twitch. Uh, yeah, so uh, they all they also warned everyone ahead of time, saying unauthorized downloading distribution uh, is illegal and threatening bans for accounts uh, to have fe- have accessed the CNT after it ended. Like, so they closed the test, you know what I mean? But they can backdoor into it because it still exists. It's a server. You know what I yes. mean? Uh, uh, so he, he they, they were streaming uh, the gameplay after it became unavailable. Uh, and basically the creator of Tekken, uh, which is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Katsuhiro Harada actually saw the stream and he popped in at the last bit of, when it was around eight hours and 12 minutes. Which of course is near the last bit because that's when the stream started ending, and the dude was like, "Oh wait, is that the actual creator and stuff like that?" Uh, and instead, uh, they kind of didn't believe him, and instead, the dude added the the creator added him on Twitter. Dude, no, the first thing that he said in chat was "Hello, cracker." Yeah. Like, and everybody thinks that, like, everybody was making it a funny race, racial thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Say it then, uh, for that's not what he says. He's he meant like a software, software cracker, cracker. right? Yeah. A, a data miner, a hacker. Uh, he, he sat around for a few minutes, you know, absorbing the chat and warning the streamer to stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then said, in the end, in he, the... Harada was contacted by the Twitch operator. Mm-hmm. In the end, the the basically the dudes kind of pushed off. He said, "Do you think? Do you th- you think I'm fake? Uh, all right, I'll show you my power." And he spelled "show" with all capitals. And then he tweeted this guy out and said, "Stop it or banned forever uh, from his legit own Twitter." And then the dude immediately uh, stopped the the stream. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so that that happened. That the the create that that is like that's horrifying and embarrassing honestly getting called out by the game it's the it's game like, creator it's like it's like watching a person steal a car and then they flaunt it around and they flaunt it in fr- but they're flaunting it in front of the person uh, bro that's like you, that's house. like you going to the uh, the Oppenheimer <laughs> red carpet premiere and Christopher Nolan turns around and says shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? In the movie theater. That's the exact same equivalent to that. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, that is fucked. So, uh, this makes me feel a certain way. I'm gonna play it again. This, 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 when this, when this streamer found out that it was actually the creator, he probably definitely heard, felt this way. What, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
So Harada realized that it had been a misunderstanding because he deleted his tweet stating ban forever, uh, preferring instead to change it to uh, don't worry. Uh, that was fun. Thanks. Well, yeah, I don't think he was going to ban them, but like. He would threaten the ban. He definitely threatened it because like, dude, you're, you're breaking the law at this point. At the, right. At, at like this. you have unauthorized access to a game right now. Like you're not supposed to have that. And that's what I, that's why I said earlier, I was like, stop for the fucking Pinkertons show up. You know what I mean? I was like, this isn't a card game, though. This is a, a fucking game where you're actively streaming your location. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you're so stupid. Like, why would you do that? Out to Twitch as well. Like, I get, like, making a video ahead of time and then, like, releasing it on YouTube or something like that mm. of the closed network test, but, like, live streaming for eight hours straight, like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Like, so... They could have just called the cops, and the cops could have showed up to this person's house, you know? They could, but... Oh, well. Speaking of crazy, after 12 years, the composer that helped work on pretty much all of software's games uh, from the past 12 years uh, is leaving. Uh, Yuka Kitamara is exiting software. Uh, you were just talking about how much you love composers, like I in, think, in, in cine, cinematic. I think films. cinematic, like truly well done cinematic films, uh, that like have composing that follows the cinem cinematography, are absolutely like works of art. So, Dune, so I completely Dune, Blade Runner twenty forty two. You have Arrival. That. You have. Uh, I'm gonna throw in Man of Steel from Zack Snyder because that theme, that that soundtrack by Hemsinger is absolutely astoundingly well done. Okay, and and on my side of the pond, literally gaming soundtracks are some of the most like memorable things in my eyes. So like the Mass Effect soundtracks. You mm. know what I mean? The Halo soundtracks. Like you you have to think about how like beautiful that is. The Bloodborne soundtrack, yeah. the Dark Souls soundtrack, the Elden Ring soundtrack. Like just all of those like deep operatic, like super cinematic games with these nice ass cutscenes, you know, these triple A style um, shooters and whatnot, uh, back in the day. But a lot of those had excellent, excellent uh um you know composers and they would not be the games that they were without the composers because what's halo without them oh you know what i mean like that's the that's the the namesake for it, it you is. know what i mean like you get the boys together and they all start singing it and they know what you're talking about mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's the same kind of thing so uh the elden ring and bloodborne composer yuka kitamura has exited from software after being there for 12 years and that's she... 12 years of game soundtracks that she has put in from on. her own words on Twitter. She said that she's decided to work as a freelance composer in August, and I vote for the best because, like, she's put in more than enough work for sure. And in, in, in one... that, in that, if you were, and from what it says, she worked on Dark Souls three, Bloodborne, and Shadows Die twice. And I wouldn't be surprised if she also worked on Elden Ring. And other her stuff. last known contribution was composing for last year's Elden Ring. Yeah. So like. Uh, that, it's that is, it's that currently is unknown whether she is in the credits for From Software's upcoming Armored still, Core 6. It's still momentous work to create such uh, soundscapes for such dramatic... For notable games. For dramatic, I mean? for games of dramatic, like, like, not consequence, but dramatic, like, feel and tone. Yeah, like, and Bloodborne got a PlayStation Game of the Year edition. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's one of those things. Like... That's like Death Stranding. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, that game is heavily cinematic, and it's heavily uh, composed uh, to where the, the acting and the story really 
come together with the use of the sounds. Yeah. And um, I, that's I, something that supplies a level of immersion that you that you would. You don't expect it, but like once you're playing the game, like let, let me bring up Skyrim for example. Skyrim, right. Skyrim soundtrack just like absorbs you into the fucking like immersion. RuneScape soundtrack. Yeah. Even you know what I mean? Like you can go back and you can think about all these games that you played. Why did you like them so much? You didn't think about it then, but you think about it now, you were humming the tunes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like playing Pokemon. Pokemon soundtrack was fantastic <laughs> back in the day. You know what I mean? Like I can I could still sing all those fucking songs, like no words or anything like that. Right, exactly. God, okay, so that's Exactly. but no, so I mean, I hope for the best. It's just, I mean, like, yeah, the, after twelve years, I, I could uh, understand doing games like that. Uh, you would want to take a break from working with a company, um, but like, you have notable stuff under your belt, so like, uh, you're not you're not going to be shy of work. There's no doubt in that. Um, for sure. But yeah, no. Uh, so we're going to move on from there to all the stuff leaving and joining Game Pass mid-August um, because we don't talk about that all the time, but we are going to do that now uh, because we some things are joining and leaving. The addition of Everspace 2 and the removal of Death Stranding is happening. Uh, it was announced... Uh, that uh, Everspace 2 will be available August 5th. Uh, here's a list of ones joining. So we have a, a, a game called Short Hike, which I looked up. It's iso- it looks it looks interesting. Uh, August 3rd, Broforce Forever, which is an update to Broforce, uh, which is a final update for the game. August mm-hmm. 8th, Limbo, August 9th, Airborne Kingdom, August 10th, and Everspace 2. Um, those are coming out. Um, august 15th so yeah like not that many changes this month uh, oh shit going on. they only dropped i want to play airborne Strand. kingdom now <laughs> why it's a civ game but you play in 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 the air oh jesus christ <laughs> uh, look 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 at this there's 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 uh pictures of it so you build your own city but so you're what you're around. telling me is that you're gonna play this fucking game until three o'clock in the morning get mad and go to sleep and yeah. then wake up and be like i'm not playing that fucking game anymore. play it not for a bit but then i'll play it again um no so yeah th- that's what's happening in mid-august uh the four games that will be leaving the service on august 15th include hideo kojima's death stranding uh, Edge of Eternity, uh, Midnight Fight Express, and Creative Assembly's Total War, Warhammer 3. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're still on Microsoft. I thought this one was pretty cool because, um, I mean, I don't necessarily have uh, a nice high-end controller. but So, here, here, no, no, no. We got to go over the gist. You bought a controller, a red, a red Xbox One, a red Xbox controller, and it came in from Best Buy, and it came in shit. And it and it still has its own problems. I've never had a problem with an Xbox controller the way you're having a problem with it. It's just my which first is, Xbox, which is crazy. I which know. Is crazy. I was like, this is such a bad thing to have. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I I haven't had I've had in my life one PS4 controller die, mm-hmm. and that was because of repeated abuse on my part. Yeah. 
Like, definitely. Like, I moved it from place to place. Like, the charging port was fucked. Like, all kinds of stuff was wrong with the controller. But if you look over there, I still have two more controllers sitting on top of the PS4. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And both of those still work. I have six PS5. I have five PS5 controllers. Excuse me, I don't have six. Because I didn't get the pink one. But, like, uh, I, have, I have five of those. And I haven't had a single fucking problem with any one of those. I get two, I get the original Xbox controller that comes with the Xbox, and then I get a red one, aftermarket from Best Buy, and that one is the worst fucking controller that I've ever had in my life. I've never had a problem with the Xbox controllers. Like, the only thing maybe once was, like, slight stick drift and connectivity issues, but those are, like, minimal. The way you have, also the button in the middle... The menu button is sticky as fuck. I yeah, I don't know what's wrong understand. with it. And you saw me alcohol it up, and it worked for a little bit, and then it stopped working again. And I'm yeah, like, so, it came like that. So that's definitely manufacturer. But yeah. since we're on the manufacturing side, to fix this uh, can sometimes be a hassle. Uh, but uh, now they are actually selling replacement parts on the official store, including thumbsticks, buttons, and top case covers. Uh you had to rely on trying to find parts from third-party retailers originally, but now you can just buy the parts outright. They probably shut down all those companies in the same way that uh, PlayStation shut down the ones selling those cases. I don't think you remember. I think they shut down like probably the like some of the the ones that are really more in the stringent. Of we copyright. literally we literally called that we did, though. But like I don't think I think Microsoft is more open about that policy. They're not going to be as as like strict on it, but they're still going to take initiative to make money off of it. Right. Um. So yeah. I mean, it's not that hard to take off a front plate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of a of a controller. Like. Yeah, so they, uh, they're they selling, uh, actually is more robust than Sony's, uh, so yeah, because it's selling more than just thumbstick replacements, um, but we'll see what else they add more into it, because like if they're going to go this route, that's fine by me, I mean, just add replacement stuff, I kind of would like to replace my thumbsticks maybe. I kind of want to get grips for mine. Uh, I like have just grips on mine. I don't have any grips on mine. You should get a one made for you and given to you as a present, maybe. Who knows? That might happen. Uh, Ubisoft and the final two, the U, the UB2. Uh, Ubisoft has uh, says Assassin's Creed Mirage. Assassin's Creed Mirage <laughs> is only 20. It's a combination of this and the next. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is only 20 to 30 hours long, and I don't, I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with that. I My can... first guess was 25 hours. Yeah, um, so this one's definitely going back to like the OG games and stuff like that, and the size of those. Um, uh, the latest play times we receive average around 20 to 23 hours. That can go up to 25 to 30 for the completionists. Um, oh, that's not a very high completionist list. Which tend to top out around 40 hour mark. So this is smaller. It'll be seven bag bag. Uh, it's focused on single city rather than an open world, uh, more stealth. Uh, it's even bringing back bench assassinations. Okay, social stealth and weapons. Oh, just, like yeah. blow darts seem to be the order of the day. There's teleporting going on though, uh, which I've I mean, seen they had the alien aspect going on yeah, with the whole fucking yeah. branching timeline. So like, I'm not really surprised that there's something a little uh, yeah. 
not so, murdering. I mean, they're 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 basically just like going small with this one, and that's fine because I mean the, the animus. You know the what next I mean? Like, game, just... the next game they're doing is AC Red, which is the Japan one, and that's being made by the Odyssey creators. So I already expect it to be big. Uh, but this nah, this last one's draining me. Like this 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 one's draining me, and it's late. Um. They're adding new operators to Call of Duty. They're adding Fortnite operators to Call of Duty. Sorry, no. They're adding collaborations like Fortnite uh, to Call of Duty Warzone. And it'll be with Snoop and 21 Savage and Nicki Minaj. And they're all going to be played as... You can play them as operators during Modern Warfare 2 Season 5. I didn't even know about 21 Savage. I didn't know about that. That literally hurts my soul. So, yeah. Uh, this is what Drake was talking about when he said, "Can you do something for me?" <laughs> <laughs> this I I don't know if this is what he was talking about, but that's apparently, Minaj will be the first ever self-named female operator in Call of Duty, and will come to the game with her own store bundle. What the fuck? We're this not- is. <laughs> This is not chill, Nikki. Yes. Activision helpfully yes. clarified. This is Ruby, Red Ruby DeSlees. Yes, I know. They what are, the fuck is Activision on, bro? Are they going to introduce Zaw to the fucking game now? Like The update will also include a number of free hip-hop war tracks. Music that plays while you're in a vehicle, basically for logging in between August 7th through 16th. This includes Candy You'll Shop a, by 50 Cent. Don't. <laughs> It just, they just I'll take you the, to the armory. They just, they just add fucking sicko mode in there for no reason. Yeah! And then, and then <laughs> what, if, what if there is, like, uh, 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 for 21, they're, like, the, the operator. You got, like, a, 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 a ability that, like, calls Drake in to do, like, a drone strike or something. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Like it's it's becoming Fortnite as they're adding. During the first three days, you'll get a track from the '80s, '90s, or 2000s, and on the fourth, it's a special weapon blueprint that can be used in any online mode. Really? Yeah. Really? All right. Okay. So they're gonna include "Fuck the Police," all right? Like the <laughs> they're war tracks, right? Like that's right. crazy. Well, Hip-hop that's a, war that tracks. is interesting. Oh wait, 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 wait. So this is the photos. Uh, do they actually show? What 21 Savage looks like. No, they don't. Bro, I Damn was it. screaming when I saw Damn this. It. Like, I was like, the barbs are going so, to war. So <laughs> like, they do show off some of the stuff, but they don't. They show off Snoop. I need you to look at Snoop uh, if I can get him. There we go. Here you go. But So you have Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has got a good fit. I'm, I'm Dude, okay I love the Crip gun. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> the Crip gun was my favorite. I was like, you, "Oh my god!" Then you got Nicki Minaj's Barbie style. This is this is this is this is gonna be Twenty One Savage. They have not showed him off yet, but the, the you think they got the cross in the middle of his forehead too? Possibly. I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do. And now for our DLC, Twenty One Savage. He's 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 not a headliner. He's just a feature. 
Got him. Uh, can I? I want to know what these war tracks. Numb the pain are. with the bullets. Numb the pain I, with I kind, the bullets. I kind of just want to know what these <laughs> war tracks are. No. Well, they haven't released it yet. That's the fun. I don't care. I just want them to release this the war tracks. Don't add gang them shit. That's all I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, so, man, yeah, that's all happening. This is all happening. Um, is it happening? Yes, it is. Speaking of happening, thank you for listening. Uh, the, we don't advertise uh, often, but you can for us if you want. That's that's very gracious. Um what else is going on? I mean, we have Facebooks. I have one called Poorly in, uh, Existent Food, which is just about bad food. I do, I gotta add the Skittles and French's uh, mustard uh, brand connection. That It's a real thing, guys. It actually exists. And I, I, I hate the world for like it. Like those Doritos? God, yeah. Those are so fucking gross. Get your hands on the French's limited edition Skittles. Mustard flavored. No. That's so disturbing. This is this is, this is this is wrong. Sinful. Sinful. <laughs> it's sinful behavior. It is sinful behavior. <laughs> like I don't that there's not much that is defined under sinful. You know. You know. You know that that's how I, that that tweet like, from Jersey Mike's. I do feel that blocked, blocked, bo- blocked. None of you are free from sin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so funny. He said, "How do you like to top your Jesus. Why would you say it like that? Like, especially on the internet. Why would you say it like, and then give people the ability to reply to you? You know what I mean? With like, whatever they want. Right. Exactly. They probably just sent straight Pornhub links and shit. Like, <laughs> somebody's fucking the sandwich. It's like the McChicken video. Fuck you, Quiznos." Fuck you, Quiznos. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jersey so, Mike's is like, no. <laughs> so on that note, we are done here. The last thing I have is Zach's facts. I had my, my history lesson at the beginning. <sighs> Did you know? No. <laughs> didn't even let me finish. I know. Um, I was scared. I got nervous. I had. I did it. Did you know mink's fur, like the, the animal mink? Yeah. Did you know their fur is is actually silicone? Silica based? Yeah, no, silicone. That's how we make silicone is through minks. We just kill minks? No. For their silicone? No, we we they secrete it through their, their through their fur. Do they live in California in Silicon Valley? No. Okay, so silicone si- wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no, Silicon Valley I confuse the Sil- confuser. Silicon huh? Valley is named for the, the chips and the hardware that uses the silicon that comes from the fur sweat off of mix. First. That is fur that, sweat? that that they produce in that they produce in a farm in Oregon. Fur sweat. Yes. I, I gotta get over that one. Okay. Typically animals with fur don't sweat. Okay. Anyways, thank you for listening. Please uh, wash yourself and watch out for fur sweat if you ever encounter that. Get it out of your eyes. Don't let it burn you. <laughs> Alright. Um, will we have something up this week? And Hopefully. We should, uh, I would like to. Yeah, hopefully we'll get you guys the Barbenheimer special. Mm-hmm. 
which we're going to do both of them at the same time. Yes, we will literally have a Barbe- Barbenheimer uh, episode mm-hmm. titled Barbenheimer. So. Yep. All right. Until then, uh, I've been me. She's been her. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.